And all right. Thank you yet again for joining me on another episode of New Filter with me, myself, in the flesh, Uncle Mugga. Alright, I just want to, of course, again, just thank you for coming and listen, listening today on episode 5 of my podcast, New Filters. Who would have known that we would have been here today on Wednesday, hump day of the week, of course, just five now. Alright, today I have an interesting conversation that I just had the other day with my nephew. And, you know, out of the conversation, I saw how... A minor setback, if you have the right perspective, could set you up for a major comeback. You know what I mean? And, you know, basically we had that conversation. I was like, hey, hey, I think this is definitely something that I got to share with my listeners. So that's what we're here to do today. Like I usually say, if you haven't already checked out the previous episodes, go ahead and do that. We run episode five, so again, check those out first and come back to this one. But let's let's get straight into what we came to do today. As you can see by the title, a minor setback is a setup for a major comeback. A minor setback can be a setup for a major comeback. I think I think the first thing you have to ask yourself is the setbacks that have been going on in your life. Have you been using them that set us for a major comeback? Mm. I know I know a lot of us haven't. I know I know pers- personally I know a lot of people that make you know that turn minor setbacks and. Allow that minor setback to hold him back even more. What's the difference between a person that could take a minor setback and flip it into something big? And the difference between that person and someone who just takes a minor setback and drags it into an even longer situation. What's, What's the difference between those people? Mindset. Perspective. Your perspective of it. And so that's what we're here to talk about today, your perspective. Again, you know, with new filters, I'm always here to share different perspective on everyday situations to hopefully shed some light where you could take that and use that, you know, moving forward. So let's get straight into it. Today, or well, obviously in January of 2021. So if you're listening today, obviously you, you're a survivor. <laughs> you're a survivor because you made it through one of the craziest years. I'm 29 years old. I'm going on the big 3-0. And you and I, we have just made it through one of the craziest years that I've seen thus far. I'm not too old, so I haven't seen too much crazy stuff. But 2020 was one for the books. I'm definitely going to have to say that. 2020 was one for the books. Because number one, we had COVID-19. 
I can't, I can't even say much about it, but COVID-19, one of the craziest, one of the scariest things that hit the, the world. I can't even just say the United States hit the world. We had a global pandemic. Thousands on thousands of people dying. In, in addition to that, we are, as a result of that, we had a lockdown. Out of the lockdown came this, this weird time where police, police, when things finally opened up again, police brutality was going crazy. And out of the marches came this racial divide or this period of racial tension here in the United States. And then right after that was the, the election, the election, where, of course, we had Trump and Biden. And the, the results of the election, of course, Biden won, but Trump felt like, oh, there was voter fraud, you know. So there was a big, 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 big fight about that. So, you know, 2020 was crazy. And then, of course, we make it to 2021. And so far, I don't know. I don't know. But what we can say about 2020 is that a lot of us experience a lot of setbacks. I don't know if you could call them minor, but there was a lot of setbacks in 2020. You know, of course, starting with COVID-19, a lot of us lost family. You know, of course, rest in peace. My condolences goes out to anybody who's had family that has passed due to the pandemic. I mean, COVID-19, you know, my condolences. And that, that was a setback. In addition to that, we had the transition from working in the office to now having to work from home. The transition of a lot of children going from schools to now doing school from home. The transition, uh, the, the entrepreneur who had the year mapped out to now having to call an audible and, and make a pivot and, and kind of create something out of nothing, you know, something new. And so a lot of us this year experience setbacks. And out of this setback, some people were able to do even better than they've ever done before. And some people just went through the same cycle and are still stuck. You know what I mean? And again, what's the difference between the person that's able to take a setback and use that as a setup for a major comeback and the person who just has a setback and they just set back? What's the difference? It's the mindset. It's all on how you look at that situation and what you do to better that situation. And so the conversation the other day that I had with my nephew kind of had me thinking, like, so recently he plays AAU basketball, and recently they had a tournament just about last week, and they actually had to cancel the tournament because one of the parents on, on the team, you know, one of the parents of one of the kids that was on the team, she actually was positive for COVID-19. And so her son, of course, was exposed and he was practicing with the other kids. So here's this potential for all the kids on the team to get affected. So the coach, you know, did the great thing. Of course, he reached out to all the parents and said, hey, this is what's going on. Just make sure that your son gets tested so that we can make sure that everybody's okay. 
you know, the, the, the tournament for this weekend is canceled, but we want to take proper precautions before holding practice next Monday. And so that was a good move. You know, I, I appreciated getting that text because, of course, I want that heads up. COVID-19 is obviously something very serious, right? So with that being said, my sister, my nephew's mother, actually decided, hey, you know, she was already taking a chance by letting him join the basketball team. But now faced with, you know, the reality that her son could have been affected, you know, could have potentially lost his life. We don't know. But then not only that, if he was affected, he could have exposed the family to this virus. So, you know, she basically took it upon herself and she said, hey, I'm, I'm calling up the coach. You're going to have to sit this season out. We're going to wait things out. Next season, you'll get back in the game. But right now, you got to sit this one out. And so with that, he called me up. He's like, hey, yo, Uncle Mugga, I got to talk. We got to talk. So you know me. I'm listening here. You know me. Hey, what up? What's going on? And goes, well, you know what happened with the parent on the team who had COVID. So, of course, we had to cancel um, the actual game. But in addition to that, my mom told me, that now I have to sit out the whole season. And one side of me understands exactly where she's coming from because, you know, COVID is serious and I don't want to affect my family, he says, you know. But in addition to that, on the other side, he's saying, it's a bummer. You know what I mean? This is a setback. This was his second season. His first season, he did, he, he did pretty good. You know, and he was going into his second season playing AAU, AAU ball. And, of course, he was looking forward to it. So this is a setback for him because he's in his sophomore year. And he's like, you know, I basically had this and this plan. And now I have to sit out the whole season. I wouldn't have even thought that this would have happened. What do I do? Like, what do I do? I'm, he, he felt like he couldn't ask his mom to join the team again because, again, he understands, but what do I do? And here I am, like, damn, you know, I get it. Imagine you 16 years old and, and you, you was on the basketball team, you're doing pretty good, and all of a sudden you're faced with this new reality that everything you were working hard towards is now put on hold. And it's not even your fault. It's not even your fault. The setback is not even something that you plan. It's not your fault. So what do you do? What do you do? And this is, this is where I came into play. And I said, hey, well, it depends on how you look at it. Because there's two sides to this coin, as there is with any situation. You could either look at it as a setback. You could look at it as, you know, just a setback and say, oh, man, you could sulk, you could beat yourself up like, damn, I'm not going to be able to play, blah, blah, blah. You know, just beat yourself up about the situation and basically do nothing. Or you could use the situation as a setup for a major comeback. He's like, Yo, what, what do you mean? I'm not playing. How, I, how is this going to be a major comeback? Like, how? I'm like, well, with this time that you have off, what are you planning to do? It's January. The season itself ends in April. 
You have four short months to plan something so that when the next season comes on, hopefully everything is back to normal. Hopefully this COVID thing has passed. When the next season come up, how are you setting yourself up for your comeback? What are you doing in this time that's going to ensure that when you come back to the team, you're even better than before? Ah. So what are you what are you doing in this time with your time off? Are you going to be practicing by yourself, working on your strength and conditioning? Are you going to be working on your dribble? Are you going to be working on your shot? Are you going to be going over the plays? More importantly, in this time that you have off, you should be looking at your strengths and seeing what you was doing right so that you could continue to do that even more. You could work on your strengths. But in that same self-reflection, you need to even take a look at what you were doing wrong. Because that's even more important. What you were doing wrong will give you a clearer picture on what needs to be worked on. So you need to take a look at those same games. What area of your game was flawed? What area of your game needed the most work when you was in the game? And that's what you should be working on in these four months. So that, because you know April is going to come. You know April is going to come. So if you're working on your game, your shot, your dribble, going over your strengths, strengthening yourself, and in addition to that, working on all of your flaws in your game, when you come back to the court, you're going to be better than ever. Because there's another, there's another player who, if he was faced with this same situation, he'd probably just take the time to chill. He'd be beating himself up because he can't play. He'd probably be playing video games, maybe watching some, some tapes, you know, maybe. But he would be taking the time as vacation. But if you use this minor setback as the time to create a major comeback, when you get back to the game, you'll be better than ever. They won't even, and mind you, you're not even there, so don't, they don't even know what you're working on. But as soon as you come back and you step back on the court, number one, you've been working on your conditioning, so you're even bigger than before. You've been working on your dribbles. You've been working on your shot. So when you step back on that court, everything is more crisp. Everything is even better. They'll see a difference in your game. So, of course, this mindset thing that I'm talking about or a different perspective, you look at the same situation, the same thing, the same situation that could set you back, that same thing that we could call an L, a loss. We look at it as a lesson. Hey, I'm not going to be able to play this season. I understand that. But I could use the same time to the same time I could be productive, work on my game so that when I am able to play, I'm playing even better than I was playing in the first place. They won't even expect it. They won't even know what happened. I'll be a totally different person. <laughs> when, when, when we were done that conversation, I'm like, oh, snap. 
I mean, of course, you know, I, I told him that. And, and so I just kind of took a, line, a, a, a look at different areas of my life where that type of perspective just gave me an up in life. Any Anytime that I've lost a job, the time that I took off was to make sure that the next job was a better paying job. So I lost that job instead of sulking and breaking myself down. Oh, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do this? How am I going to get? Nope. I went back to the drawing board. Okay, this is what I was doing right. This is what put me in that position. Okay, so I already know what I need to work on to make that better. You know, just polish my skills. But in, in addition to that, this is what got me fired. So this is what I need to work on to ensure that, number one, the next time I get a position like this, Number one, it's got to be better paying. Number two, I don't make the same mistakes. Oh, another minor setback for me was 2020. Going into the office every day, you're able to see co-workers, you're able to see friends, you're able to mingle around, you're working. On the weekends, you're going out with co-workers, shopping, going out to eat, whatever, you living life. I'm in Miami, living and now, out of nowhere, you hear shutdown. So now everybody's forced to stay home. So I go from going into the office to now having to stay in my house. Yo, this is whack, you know what I mean? Now I gotta be inside of my house all day, every day. Like, I'm not gonna be able to take this. And of course, at first I was like, damn, yeah, this is, this is kinda whack. This is different, you know what I mean? Like. This is crazy. Like, we're going to be locked in the house, of course, around the same time. You know, I had a lot of friends who were also going through the same thing. You know what I mean? Back home, a lot of my friends was like, yo, I got to work from home now. This is crazy. This is different. I'm just like, yeah, it is. But shortly after, I also realized that this is exactly what I needed. <laughs> like, if you really think about it, this is exactly what I needed. I used to always complain about Every lunch break, every day, I'm going out to eat. You know, me and coworkers, we're going to some restaurant. You know what I mean? We go get food real quick. Boom, I'm eating. And then I'm going to sit back down. I'm in the office on the, on the computer. Gaining weight. So now I'm home every day. Guess what? I'm changing on my eating. That was step number one. I realized, okay, boom, here's an issue that I had prior to. And here's what I need to work on, my eating. So boom, I started eating healthier. Fruits, vegetables. I cut out meat for some time. And, and, and that was working. And then I seen it was working. I was feeling a little better and I'm at home. So I decided, hey, I might as well throw a workout regimen into, into my little schedule. I'm home all the time. I'm the one pacing my own work now, so I might as well create my schedule, create a new reality for myself while I'm working from home. So I bought myself a jump rope, some simple resistant bands. Every day, I do a thousand jumps, jump squats, side shuffles, and a one-mile run. Something so simple. I'm able to do it every night. It's something so simple. But guess what? In the first three months of doing a workout that was so simple, I was not going to the gym, I was not lifting weights, I was none of that, none of that. 
Just simply changing my eating habits at home and added a little workout to it. Within three months, lost 25 pounds. And I've been, uh, I've been complaining about my weight for years. And literally, in the face of a pandemic where things are supposed to get worse, all of a sudden, my life is getting a bit better. Huh. All in the power of the mind. All in just taking a look at that same situation and deciding to recognize what my flaws are and what I could possibly do better. What are some of my strengths and how I can polish those. And, hey, lost 25 pounds in the first three months of this pandemic. Okay, so I got a little routine going. I wake up, uh, get my juicing going, get to work. After that, I'm going to do my little workout. I said, okay, I still have time where I could be doing things. So the next thing that I focused on was something that I've been wanting to do for a while. I've been saying, hey, I want to get into trading. I want to get into trading. And the thing that I kept on telling myself that was stopping me was, oh, I don't have time. You know, I got to get ready for work, going to work, drive, you know, after work, drive back home. After work is chill, you know, get ready for work the next day. But now I'm home all day. So what's my excuse? I don't have one. So what, what do I do? Go ahead, jumped on YouTube University. Uh, took a few classes really quickly and just learned how to trade. And now that's something that I picked up in maybe, I'm going to say June, June, July. And right now we're in January of 2021. And I'm not at the point where I could quit my job, but I'm at the point where I'm consistently making money in the market. Of course, there's been some times where I took a loss. But again, any setback is a setup for a major comeback. So I was able to, in those situations, look at why I took a loss. And I seen that any time I took a loss in the market, it was because I held on to the position too long. I got emotional. I seen it running up. And here I am trying to say, solve all my problems with this one trade. I'm like, oh, yes, if this runs up, you know, I'll be able to pay for this and do this and save this and... And then boom, out of nowhere, it tanks, it drops. Now I lose profit. Now I'm in the negative. So I realize don't trade emotionally because none of the market is the market does not react to your emotions. The market is technical. So technical analysis only. You know what I'm saying? So I learned that pretty quickly. And so I'm at the point where, of course, I'm not going to make it seem like, oh, I'm making millions, but I'm able to consistently make money in the market. All during a pandemic, all during a time where it was supposed to be a setback for everybody here because I decided to take action. I decided to take a look at things that, you know, my flaws. OK, when I was working, it was easy to put things off. It was easy to put things to the side. But now with all of this time that I have on my hand, why am I not using it to the best of my capability? Why am I not maximizing my time? Because again, in this time that I'm home, if we ever do go back to the office, I want to come back even better than I was, you know, when I left. So if I'm coming back to the office and I'm looking exactly the same, 
I'm still doing the same exact thing that I was doing before. Where's the progression? You know what I mean? Where is the progression? There's no progression in that. So it doesn't make sense. You're still in the same spot. It doesn't make sense. So, of course, with my mindset, I had to say, hey, look, listen, in this time, I'm going to be productive so that when I come back, I'm going to use this thing that's supposed to be a setback for me, and I'm going to use it as a setup for that comeback, a major comeback. So when I come back, I'm going to look totally different. And then on top of that, I created a new stream of revenue. Because we know in order to be financially secure, you have to have several streams of income. So I decided, hey, let me go ahead and do some researching on how to trade. In addition to that, I also took a look into real estate, but I had to kind of put that off because you don't want too many things on your plate at the same time. you got to get things going before you jump onto that next thing. But, you know, these, these are the things that I was doing during this time that was supposed to be a setback for me. And so as time progresses, as time progresses, I'm, I'm still working out. I'm still doing my trading. As time progresses, I said, OK, wait. This, this has been going great. I've been putting off trading for years. Been saying, yeah, I want to get into trading, but I don't have the time. I don't have the time. But finally, I was able to do it, and I see how lucrative this could be. I see how this can be beneficial to my life. I see how just creating a, a little workout regimen really quickly in three months has affected my life even quicker than before. You know what I mean? With something that's so simple, jump roping and resistance bands. Did it on my own. So, okay, boom. I'm taking this setback and I'm using it as the cause for a major comeback. Just shifting my mind and not thinking like everybody else who says, oh my God, I have to stay home all this time. It's boring. I don't have nothing to do. You know what I mean? I'm not thinking like that. Because right now, I don't have a manager that's standing over me and telling me, oh, this is what you need to be doing from 9 to, to 6 or 9 to 5. Nope. I'm literally my own boss at this point. So I have to manage my time. I have to micromanage my own time so that I'm staying as productive as possible. So as time goes, as time progresses, I decide, hey... Those things are going pretty good. Another thing that I've been putting off for some time is creating a podcast. So I go ahead, I take that thought, and I said, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me first go ahead and, and create episode one. I created episode one, and I reached out to my friend, um, Ham, and I was like, hey, uh, you know, I got this idea for a podcast. This is kind of what I drew up for the cover art. Could you, you know, make something for me? He goes ahead, boom, bam, bam, whips it up. Within two weeks, I go ahead and I post my first episode. At the time, I didn't even have social media. I just sent out the links to a couple of people, real low key. And I was getting real positive feedback. You know what I mean? It did, it did way better than I thought. And off of that first, that first move right there, uh, thankfully, a friend did reach out to me and, you know, help me out with the social media page. And, you know, we started creating content for the media page, you know, the social media page. And from there, from there, it's been up. You know what I mean? Right now, followers pouring in, uh, people just sending you know, the feedback is, is what's the, 
It's the best thing. It's like imagine being that person where with your friends, with your family, with your co-workers, you're always the person that's giving somebody a different perspective. And I'm not saying it's a good perspective. I'm not saying it's a bad perspective. It's a different perspective. It's a different way to look at it. And so here I go and say, okay, you know what? This, this, this perspective, what I view as a gift, you know what I mean? I want to share that with everybody. And I go ahead and create a podcast right now that the Instagram page is growing. And it's just, it's like, wow, I've been putting this off for so long. And here's this time that was supposed to be, again, a setback. And I used it as time to really work on those things, on my flaws, on on my biggest flaw, putting off things, putting things to the side, making excuses for why things can't get done. I decided in this time to, hey, no more excuses. No more excuses. Become the master of fate. Become the master of fate. In your time off, use it so that when it's time on, you come back even better than before. And that was something that I always, that was a thought that was always in my head. But as they say, faith without works is dead. So it was a thought in my head for so long, but there was no action. And when I decided to take action, I saw, wow, when I took action, the results that I was getting was even better than I even envisioned. It was way better. I started working out three months. I'm seeing bigger progress than I've ever thought I could get. I started trading. I started seeing bigger progress, bigger wins than I could have ever thought in a short amount of time, all from just taking action, taking, deciding to take action. I had an idea for the podcast. Go ahead. Take action. And now I'm at a point where I'm on episode five every Wednesday, just vibing out with my listeners. To share my thoughts and, and people gravitate towards that. Here to shed light on everyday situations that we go through. That you may be going through as well. Because we all from similar walks of life. We, we go through different things. But at the same time, a lot of things that we go through are similar as well. So here I am just sharing my perspective and, and getting so much good feedback. And it's, and it's crazy, again, because this time, this, this pandemic was supposed to hold me back. When everybody was talking about work from home, it was supposed to be like, damn, you know what I mean? You're working from home. You're not going to be able to see your coworkers. You're going to be in the house all day. Or for the people working, doing school from home. Oh, you're going to be in the, in the house all day. You're not going to be able to see your friends. For entrepreneurs, oh, the business plan that you had for 2020, you're not going to be able to execute that. Now you're going to have to do something else or you're going to have to sit out the year because the economy itself is not the same. You know what I mean? For people who have vacations, the list goes on and on. This year was supposed to be a setback. 
But my, I have closest, my closest friends around me all through this pandemic. We've been trading and we've been seeing wins. Well, I have some friends that through this pandemic, they lost their job and they weren't able to find another one. And of course, there's different factors that could explain that. But there's also a perspective. There's also a mindset part of it that could have potentially enabled them to get a different job. Because sometimes when when we get in a setback, whenever a major setback happens or a minor setback happens, we make the decision to make it a major setback. We make the choice to turn that minor setback into a major setback. When that minor setback happens, sometimes people sulk. Sometimes people beat themselves up. Oh, it's all my fault. Or the even the even worse one, they play the blame game. Oh, it's not my fault. What could I have done in that situation? Oh my God, this. Oh, it was, it was Trump's fault. Oh, it's the pandemic's fault. It's my job's fault. Placing the blame. So now it turns in it, it, it turns into something that seems like it's out of your control. You can't do nothing about it but accept it. That's one side of the coin. And then there's taking the time to self-reflect and realizing these are my strengths and these are my weaknesses. This is what I was doing right, but this is what I was doing wrong. And using that same time, that same setback, whether it be losing your job, whether it be not being able to start that business, whether it be just breaking up in a relationship with somebody, gaining weight, that same setback, that same situation that's supposed to set you back, self-reflecting and really realizing what your part in this situation is, what you were doing right during that time, but more importantly, what you were doing wrong, and, and using that self-reflection to better yourself so that when you step back into the ring, when you step back into the ring, you step back into the ring even better than you were before. I'm a firm believer in master of fate. I'm a firm believer in, yes, there's a lot of things that aren't in our control. But at the same time, there's a lot more things that are in your control. You control your reality. You create your reality. There's stories of men and women during this pandemic that have turned into millionaires. There's stories of people in this pandemic that have met their fitness goals. There's stories of people in this pandemic that have started a business. All during a time that was supposed to be a major setback for everybody. They turned that 
this situation that could have been the worst of worst again. And they just made it better. They were able to realize what they can do in this situation to just make it better. And so all that I'm all that I'm asking of you today is to self-reflect. Realize your part in all of this. When life gives you lemons, talk it out. Talk it out. Self-reflect. Take the time within yourself to see what you could be doing different to make your situation better. Don't always point the finger. Because when you point the finger, you give your power to somebody else. And sometimes, in order to come back stronger than ever, you need to look in the mirror and see what you can do to better that situation. And again, with that being said, I just I just want to thank you for even taking the time out to listen. I just want to remind you that again, you are in control of what happens in your life moving forward. So take that step towards your goal. Take that step to repairing your life. Take that step towards the next next part of your, your life. Take that step. You never know what can happen when you decide to take to take life in your hands and control it. Again, thank you for listening. Good morning.